Are you a woman in the middle? You're in the right place. I'm Susie Rosenstein, and you are listening to the Women in the Middle podcast, episode number 11. Imagine loving your life after 50 and feeling energized and excited about your future. Welcome to the Women in the Middle podcast, the podcast for women who are ready to figure out what they want and create the life they deserve. Here's your host and master certified life coach, Susie Rosenstein. Hey there, so glad you're here for this week's episode, which is all about the importance of practicing living with more awe and wonder in your life. It's also about your resistance to doing so and some simple tips to do it anyway. Also, I'm so excited to share a unique worksheet that I created for this episode of the podcast. So make sure to listen for how to download it at the end. Now, I was introduced to the concept of radical amazement about 18 years ago at the Toronto Heschel School. This school is based on the teachings of Abraham Joshua Heschel. If you're not familiar with him, Abraham Joshua Heschel was a Jewish American rabbi, scholar, and philosopher who was really active in the United States Civil Rights Movement, and he died in 1972. Heschel said something that made a really big impact on me and on my kids, and I think it will for you too. He wrote, this is a quote, our goal should be to live life in radical amazement. Get up in the morning and look at the world in a way that takes nothing for granted. Everything is phenomenal. Everything is incredible. Never treat life casually. To be spiritual is to be amazed. Pretty cool concept, right? The way Heschel writes about it, radical amazement refers to all of reality, not only to what we see, but also to the very act of seeing. The idea is that you can be amazed at several different levels. You can be in awe about what you see and also that you can see it all. I just loved that my kids were being taught to incorporate awe and wonder into their everyday lives. It is so important. You can approach life with radical amazement as your lens, and when you do so, a likely result will be a deeper ability to be grateful. It became obvious to me then that we all need a little more radical amazement in our lives, not just when we're kids, but when we're our age too, especially women in the middle. More curiosity to stop and smell the roses. More wonder at our ability to see, smell, and experience such a beautiful flower in the first place. More awe that a rose even exists. I started thinking about this topic while sitting on a plane last week on my way to California to teach at the Life Coach School. I love window seats. Do you guys love window seats? Because I'm small, I don't need an aisle seat to stretch my legs. I'm totally good with a window seat. And I have to tell you, I was so happy because I had the row all to myself. I kept waiting for people to sit next to me, and they didn't. They kept walking right on by. I couldn't believe it. You should have seen me. I was like a little kid. I was all spread out. My laptop was on the tray table in front of me. My iPad and iPhone were all plugged in and on the tray table next to me. I was in my traveling uniform. I wear a royal blue gauze comfy top with a whale tail necklace, a silver whale tail necklace. Part of my uniform when I fly. I just rely on my uniform and I always wear it. It's part of my routine. And I also have one of those squishy neck rests and it was plopped in the seat next to me because I was pulling together some ideas for this episode. 
And one of the things that was the absolute best, when you're all spread out like that, you don't have to lean over and get stuff on the floor. And we all know what a drag it is to even try to lean over in those tiny, squishy plane seats. Spreading out was just amazing. I was just so happy. I was in awe that I had the ability to be so comfortable on this flight. It's so easy to think about radical amazement in the plane, right? The clouds are so cool. And a plane gives you the ability to be above them. Go figure. It's just really magical to me. Every time I'm in a plane, I find myself so enthralled with the whole idea that it's even possible to fly. In a few hours, I'm all the way across the country. So there I was. I was in complete awe of the idea that I was soaring above the clouds, preparing this podcast about how to be amazed and enjoying the view. But I was also thinking about my clients. And I also found myself thinking about you guys, you wonderful women in the middle, the ones who are listening right now, you guys who are so freaking hard on yourselves and have totally forgotten how to be amazed at what is possible, what's possible for you, all of the opportunity that's available to you. This is a constant theme with my clients. Being amazed at what's possible is only the beginning, though. Consider for a minute, just one minute, what happens when you feel amazed and also feel amazing. Brooke Castillo of the Life Coach School told a funny story last week. She made a conscious effort to tell people that she was amazing when they asked how she was. Think about that for a minute. What do you say when someone asks you how you're doing? Like when you run into someone you know at Starbucks or at the gym or at the grocery store, they greet you with the question, how are you doing? What do you say? Do you say, fine? Do you say, eh, not so great? What if you decided to say amazing when people asked? I'm not suggesting you say amazing when you feel like crap or after something really sad happened, but just think about saying amazing when your natural inclination is to say fine or okay. You have a choice. When someone asks you, you can say whatever you want. You could say you're mediocre or average, lackluster, unremarkable. Those are all options. <laughs> kind of like setting the bar in the middle rather than setting the bar high. But it's always your option. Once you get your head around the idea that your thoughts create your results, it becomes easier to see that when you think you're fine, you'll feel fine. Just okay. What does fine mean to you? I think about it as pretty average. When someone asks you, you probably answer out of habit. You just gloss over it, not really focus on the question at all. Situation normal, no special attention or observation needed. Kind of like, meh. <laughs> it's kind of like eating too fast. I can totally relate to that. When you eat too fast, you barely taste your food and you don't really notice when you're full. It's all an unconscious blur. And that's what I think it's like when you automatically say fine. No awe, no wonder, pretty much an unconscious blur. Now, think about what might happen when you intentionally kick it up a notch and say that you're amazing. Close your eyes for a second and think the thought that you're amazing. What did you see? What did you feel? Did you notice that you felt a bit different than when you think you're okay or just fine? 
So the question for you is, why not be amazing? It's such a simple tweak with a big result. Amazing results, actually. So radical amazement can start with something simple like this. Imagine what might happen when you tell people you're amazing. I challenge you all to try this. It's a baby step towards radical amazement that you can all take today. When you think you're amazing, you're more likely to feel amazing, which will lead to actions and results that are also in line with thinking you're amazing. I want that, don't you? This simple concept is such a reminder that our thoughts really do create our feelings. And once you have increased awareness about what's going on up there in your brain, you can create feelings intentionally. You can create your results intentionally. It all starts with your thoughts. You can really think anything you want. You can believe anything you want. When stuff happens out there, or in your past, you can make it mean anything that you want. Think about what Heschel said when he suggested that radical amazement includes getting up in the morning and looking at the world in a way that takes nothing for granted. When you don't treat life casually, everything really can be phenomenal. I've noticed that we're better at teaching our children the importance of a sense of wonder but we rarely apply it to ourselves the way we look at life. Do you know what I mean? We take so much for granted. All you have to do is travel to start to really understand how much. Think about infrastructure, for example, things like plumbing and electricity. So many people don't have these things. It's so amazing that we do. Think about your furnace and my personal favorite, the air conditioner. I made sure to get the biggest, most efficient air conditioner I could find because I get hot. Not just since menopause either. I am always hot. I love to use my air conditioner, so I wanted to make sure it was super efficient. <laughs> we have blankets on every couch because most people find it a bit too cool in our house. Not my dog, though. He's big, He's slobbery. He's a Newfoundland with tons of fur. He loves it nice and cold. In fact, he will find spots on the floor that are cold, and that's where he'll hang out. His favorite spot is in front of the fridge in the laundry room because it's tile, and it's right in front of the fridge. Seriously, though, I totally love this simple machine. I'm amazed at how I can have a cool house when it's boiling hot outside. I appreciate it regularly. But you see what I mean. We take so many things in our life for granted, everything from the beauty of nature to the technology of our everyday lives. We don't even think of all of this kind of stuff with a sense of radical amazement, awe, or wonder. We take our thinking for granted, too. It's one of the things that I notice with my clients all of the time. They assume that long-held beliefs are actually factual. I'm sure many of you do it too. It's so common. Typically, as women in the middle, we've been thinking certain things for decades and we never question them. We just accept these beliefs as facts in our lives. It's kind of like we're just sharing the news. We just think that that's the way it is. Even if they cause pain, even if they aren't serving us, it's like we're resigned to think we're just stuck with these thoughts or these situations. We just think it's just the way it is. I had a really good one. 
well, I had many good ones that I've been working on over the last few years, some that were pretty squirm-worthy when I realized how unconscious I was to all of this amazing mindfulness work. And usually one of my coach friends will point it out. One of my favorites was my thought that I suck at technology. I thought this thought for about 35 years. I think I started thinking it way back in the early 80s when I forgot to save a document on a floppy disk and I lost everything. And I have a feeling some of you women in the middle out there can relate to that because, you know, when we were in university, either there weren't computers, we were still typing papers, or we were just starting to get personal computers and we could only use computers in a lab. So I was in social science. I was not a computer person and I totally forgot to save it. And when you forgot to save, you lost it. These were the old days, way before the cloud or Google Docs. But ever since then, I never questioned that I sucked at technology, that technology was hard and technology was just not for me. I never challenged myself to not suck at technology either. I just believed it. As far as I was concerned, it was the absolute truth. It was never a question of if I sucked at technology. It was just how much I sucked at technology. Sucking at technology was a fact in my life. You should see what happens with me and the TV remotes. When all kids are gone, like when they were all at camp, I was sunk. I had to just watch TV on the tiny little screen in the kitchen because I just couldn't figure it out. Uh, it's an endless source of hilarity for my kids. They like to watch me struggle. <laughs> I know I'm not alone, though. The point is that not only did I think this thought, but I also chose to think this thought, even though it made me feel ignorant and not capable. The idea is that even though I may not have an extreme amount of skill when it comes to technology, I don't have to think about it in a way that creates these kinds of feelings for myself. After quite a bit of work, I started to understand that I could procrastinate less and feel more motivated about technology when I changed my thinking. So I started to think this instead. I'm learning more about technology that I need for my business. That thought is so much better for me because I love to learn. I know how to learn. I could totally get into that thought, and really, it's been working for me. It kind of creates interest and motivation. I lean into it rather than, like, lean back. I don't resist it, and I don't stall out with procrastination. So I also practice thinking how amazing it is that I have autoresponders set up. Do you guys know what an autoresponder is? <laughs> it's like something that you set up, and then things just happen automatically in the computer land, in online world. So when somebody opts in for a freebie that I offer, something that is a free download, then they start getting my newsletter once a week. And then they get a couple of greetings for me, some emails. So it's all automatic now. And that to me is just a miracle. <laughs> me, someone who sucks at technology, has this all set up. Now, remember to download the Radical Midlife Amazement Worksheet to help you get a handle on this concept, to really apply it. And again, it's going to be at the end of the episode. Can you think of something that you take for granted in your life? Something that you don't challenge? If nothing comes to mind, think about the way you regularly describe yourself. Maybe you think of yourself as a late person. 
or someone who doesn't have a green thumb. Maybe you think you're bad with money. I'd like to suggest that you don't just accept these thoughts as facts. What if you adopted some radical amazement in your life about this stuff? Question everything, even your thoughts, especially the ones that feel so true to you. What if they weren't true? What if you could have a green thumb? Is it so crazy to think about this as a possibility? What else might you be able to do if you could take care of a plant or two? What about being late? Why do you just accept that you're a late person? Consider how it makes you feel to think about yourself this way. What might you be able to accomplish if this wasn't the case at all? What do you make it mean that you think you're destined to be a late person for the rest of your life? What if you weren't? What if being on time was easier than you thought it was? Wouldn't that be amazing? Why? Why would it be amazing? Why wouldn't it be amazing? It's so important to question your thoughts. Challenge them. Don't take them for granted. What about the money example? Does this resonate with you? Why do you think you're bad with money? What do you make it mean that money's difficult for you? Money's hard. What if you're just getting started when it comes to being better at money? Why is it amazing to have money? Do all people think it's amazing? Who invented money anyway? How cool is it that you can actually learn to be better with money? Again, these are just examples, but question your thoughts. Be amazed by what is possible. While we're on the topic of learning, how absolutely phenomenal is it to know that you can learn so many things no matter your age? that you have a brain, that your brain is unbelievably amazing. Yes, even as women in the middle at your age, my age, we are never too old to learn. You can teach a midlife dog new tricks. Seriously. Animals have so much intelligence. It is absolutely mind-boggling. Even crows. One time on Facebook, I saw a video of a crow solving an eight-step puzzle. I could not believe it. I had to watch it like three times. And if that doesn't inspire awe and wonder, I don't know what does. What I'm saying is that the more you take life for granted, the more you miss. The more you use radical amazement as your lens to deepen your state of gratitude, the more you see. You get to decide what you want to think. Always remember that thoughts create feelings, and this is how to manage your emotions with more intention than you might be used to. So you can choose how you feel about your life, about your job, about your relationships, about your grown children, about your empty nest, about your age, about your capabilities, about your opportunities, about it all. You can feel fine, or you my friends, can feel amazing. That's it for this episode. I hope I made the case to shake up your perspective a little bit and invite more awe and wonder into your life. Remember that free worksheet I mentioned? To make understanding this concept a little bit easier for you, I developed the Radical Midlife Amazement Worksheet. All you have to do is download it and it's ready to go. And it's short. It's only two pages. So just go to womeninthemiddlepodcast.com forward slash 11 and you will find it there. Lots of good stuff. Being a woman in the middle is the best place to be. We are in this together, one thought at a time. Thanks so much for listening and have a radically amazing week. Thanks for listening to this episode of Women in the Middle. If you liked what you heard and want more, 
Head over to womeninthemiddlepodcast.com slash guide to download a free actionable guide that will help you break out of your midlife funk and start living the life you want. Oh, 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 o